The Process Podcast, episode 244. On a fantastic, yeah. kind of dull Monday. Weather was okay in the morning, kind of, but yeah, it actually gray. wasn't like a billion degrees. 30 outside. degrees by 8 a.m. Yeah, finally. You probably had a good weekend working on the Porsche, didn't you? Because the weather wasn't too crazy. Yeah, I was uh, out like it was the whole nice. time. Well, we went to go pick up the engine Saturday mm-hmm. from the guy. Got that home, got that on engine stand, been working on that, and then yeah, working on taking the other engine out of the car. Yeah, been outside on the Porsche all weekend actually. You getting a little tanned? You're looking I'm getting about, definitely tanned. You're looking about twenty percent darker than you were on Friday. I know, less translucent. I know. If I went from like <laughs> the top of my arm to like the inside of my, oh my arm, God, it's like dude, you again. can see the Holy light. shit. <laughs> Holy shit. I know, right? that's that's quite noticeable it's like you You masked it off with tape yeah (laughs) and it's not even your hair doing that it's just straight up that's 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 dark skin that's darker skin yes wow i'm impressed you've got a little bit of it on your face like you can see a bit of red and like a bit of color to it in a good way yeah it's not just translucent yeah you're not like uh you're not an axolotl anymore Oh, I you want know, one of those, them. man. I know they're adorable. They're so cool. Can you, you have a mud? They're they're pricey, I think, right? I think they're for... expensive for what they are. Yeah, but do you know what a mud puppy is? I think so. I I think so. I think we've talked about it before. I think you've mud shown pup- me it before. Yeah, mud puppies. Um, they're kind of like an axolotl. They're a species of aquatic salamander native to eastern U.S. and Canada, or known as water dogs, mud puppies. Water dogs. Um, they they kind of look like an axolotl because they have those big frilly gills, right? Um, but they've got color to them, like they're a dark kind of mottled brown. Mm, like so, mud. you've gone from yeah, you've gone from an axolotl to a mud puppy. Right. Or forward slash water Dude, dog. you should get one and call it Water Doge. That's the name. Water Doge. The Water Woofer. The Water Woofer. Wow, did you, watch, yes. did you ever watch that movie Water Horse? Water Horse? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no? Oh, water it had that... Horse? It had that... Had that yeah, one kid the, in it? Yeah, that, that one... Is that what you're <laughs> That one kid... Um, Whose name Water is horse. Angus 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 McMorrow discovers a mysterious egg that grows up to be the Loch Ness monster. It's the actor's name is Alex Edel. Um, David Morrissey, Brian Cox is in it. Um, that's the only one that looks remotely familiar. Isn't that the physicist? Maybe. Oh yeah, no, I never saw this, but now I'm no seventy four percent Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. I saw the picture, like the cover of it. I'm like, oh, this, this looks like a real bad movie. But then seventy four percent. That's that's not bad. The animation of it was actually pretty stunning, considering it was from two thousand seven. Maybe looking back on it now, if we were to watch it now, it would be a quite a bit less impressive. Yeah, dated a little bit, maybe um but it's all relative right i was quite entertaining actually like this kid finds an egg at the beach brings it home and it hatches into this water horse thing which is kind of like a let's say a seal mixed with an well i just saw something it looks like a loch ness monster essentially yeah so it's got it's got giraffe vibes to it as well and dinosaur vibes and uh, that's the water horse. And then it grows up into, to be this big thing. And he releases it into the into the lake and I guess becomes the Loch Ness Monster. But I... Yeah, and it eats everything else. Basically. The... Basically. Nice. But nice. I, don't, I don't think you're quite at uh, water horse level. I'd say you're a confident mud puppy material right mm. now. 
I want mm-hmm. I want the other one, the Axolotl. Where I like from. the Axolotl. I wonder if I you can get them at, at PetSmart. Could be a special order item. That'd be kind of cool uh, though. They looked. They just look cool. They're you quite. In, they're quite impressive. Is an axolotl the right pet for you? They're not commonly found in reptile and pet stores because they require temperature conditions that are somewhat um, tedious, probably. Probably. That are somewhat different from what is required for most snakes and lizards. Widely available from private breeders and axolotl enthusiasts. Interesting. Dim it's light like a mascot for big design oh, company. They tend to be shy. Respect. Oh, that's adorable. That's pretty cute. Great conversation piece and a pleasure to watch when you're at home. I'll just sit there with my nose pressed up against my face pressed up against the tank. Hey, <laughs> do for something. Eight hours a day. <laughs> I'm watching do you. It's just, just staring at me through a little log. Just like, hey, just this like, hey do something. Just, that would be adorable. That would be adorable. Did you, uh, other than the, other than the Porsche, did you get up to anything uh, fun and funky this weekend or uh, laid pretty low? Yeah, not really. I didn't really do a whole lot, to be honest. I watched um the new Suicide Squad movie. And your thoughts on it? It was good, actually. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um. I've heard that it's receptively better than the, the other original. one. The other yeah, one. well, the original one, I don't know who the director was, but I don't know how he's allowed to direct movies. Um, was Is this a remake of that one because it was so shit? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The other, the other one, got, too, the original that's didn't... A, that's a ball drop. That's a ball drop. Yeah, that's getting like dunked on by another director there when you have your movie redone. And it's not even like an old movie. It's like a a couple of years later. Five years later. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's with the old one too. He didn't really follow the comics that well. Uh, And like for the characters, he basically picked like the most well-known characters, which makes sense because if you're introducing it to an audience, like you want everyone to like know who they are. Right. So hmm. like Joker, everyone knows Joker, Harley Quinn, everyone knows that. Uh, It was, um, was it, uh, was it, uh, Deadshot. Deadshot was Will um, Smith. Will Smith. You know, it made sense. Like, everyone could kind of understand it. But it was just so shit. It was so bad. <laughs> um, Actually, Will Smith and, like, Margot Robbie were, like, the best parts. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but the and, they writing... hyped up, and they hyped up the Joker component a lot, too. Oh, as my well. God. That was, like, one of the worst parts, probably. Yeah. Um, all the I remember all the trailers just focused mostly on because yeah, that's what would sell right exactly uh what's but his name jared leto jared leto but it, the writing was so bad blah, blah. and then james gunn who's who who directed this this new one who is the director of the gardens of galaxy movies that's right um which he was canceled at one point remember that oh yeah when he was for pedophile yeah, now, jokes yeah like and they brought him back ago? now to do the third because they're like oh you know how to make money yeah, he's well. He's an hmm. amazing director. The writing, like, oh my god, this new movie so much better. Just the whole tone of the movie is just way more legit. There's hints of like Guardians of the Galaxy vibes. Oh, no. really? No, <laughs> no like you know, awesome. like in the first Guardians movie, like when uh, Star Lord is like in the looking for the for the Power Stone, the Infinity Stone, yep. and it's like the intro of him like singing to himself because he's listening to music yeah and then he does that slide across the screen as the title of the movie is shown above him they do like that kind of thing in this Mm. movie in the little things where i'm like okay i see it's putting his style on it yeah but the writing was so much better oh my god the the characters were like really weird characters that were really from the comics like he did stay true to the comics pretty well is this the one with that shark guy yeah that's uh sylvester stallone does the voice Oh, so he doesn't even have to try or acting. He's just no. like that. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of funny. He just plays this like dumb shark. So he words. speaks like he's dumb. But um, you see, that's not an act. But the characters are really weird. Like ones that like 
the average person wouldn't recognize or know about. Mm-hmm. And it's like more deep rooted in the comics, which is cool. But he made them like, you know, entertaining to watch. Right. It was different from just the regular superhero type stuff. Yeah. But, where it's all man, fast and blowing up stuff. Best character. The shark saying nom no. nom. <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> he um is uh blood sport. I didn't even blood know, sport. like I I know a little bit about the random characters in like the Marvel universe, but like the DC universe, I'm not entirely I'm not as educated in. Mm-hmm. Um so I didn't know who Bloodsport was, but basically it's very similar to like a dead shot where it's like a hired assassin. He's right. just like, you know, really good with a gun, really accurate kind of thing. Badass. Mm-hmm. But it was played by uh Idris Elba. Idris, Idris Elba, whatever. Idris Elba. Um, mm. who was like, Oh my god, that guy is fucking awesome. He's such a cool I'm guy. I'm trying to remember what he looks like. I have to I have to Google him real quick. Uh he's 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 a cockney. He's got the good accent as well um sounds about a weird awesome. amalgamation of letters and vowels and consonants yeah i think it's like name. um it's, it's african ID. Oh, it's like west okay. africa well, i think it's like parents or something from west africa and it's like uh i don't know specifically where but hmm. it is a strange name uh strange name um for yeah, us not a, not a not a common name for sure not around here no but he um really cool guy character played him really well but the design of the character's suit, more specifically, the helmet. Oh my god, it is one of the coolest looking superhero, supervillain, whatever character helmets I've ever seen. I'm doing a quick goog. And it right looks here. like the top half is like super smooth. Oh, and then yeah. right at the bottom where the jaw would be is like like a skeleton. Oh, that's like cool. a skull lo- yeah. like lower jaw that's like painted like a bronze color i think and then yeah the helmet is like this round smooth top that goes over it and like the color combo is like this dark blue like a navy and a bronze which work yeah really well it's super cool though it looks I, so badass. i get xenomorph vibes from it exactly right you know so you get like the smooth top like the top of the xenomorph head and then obviously that like gnarly looking skull lower jaw yeah that's super cool. And also, he's like, he's got all these different weapons laid on his body, right? His suit. So, like, on his arm, on the top of his arm, is like a built-in slingshot. And at the bottom of the arm, it's like a built-in crossbow on the right. forearm. You know, his suit, like, has all these integrated weapons. I'm not spoiling it. At the end of the movie, he, like, combines all of them to this, like, big gun thing but like the design of everything coming together it's it was pretty cool actually from the big that was a highlight movie for me was was that character he was um actually john cena plays a character in the movie too oh and a representative of the of taiwan country of taiwan is is not proper to say technically no uh china very very nice i love china no, he uh I I remember yeah, that's I forgot about that. Um I was tired. No, but he actually on. like he he like he can actually surprisingly act. John Cena, yeah. Depending on the role. I mean, I you know, if it's a more over the top extravagant like superhero type character or supervillain type character that's written well, he can he can play it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, because then last night I watched the new Fast and Furious movie because I was like, I don't really want to, but I feel like I have to. Understand. Out of respect for Paul. Out of respect for Paul, I have to watch it. Um, and in that movie, John Cena's in that movie, which mm. spoiler alert, he plays fucking Vin Diesel's brother, Dom Toretto's brother, out of nowhere that apparently they've oh. never mentioned for the last eight movies. Um, of not. why would they? And in that movie, he is not very good at acting. He purposely doesn't have a whole lot of lines. Hmm. Totally different level of acting compared to Suicide Squad. But that movie in general is pretty bad. The new... Is that Fast 9? Y- yes, number 9. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. That's getting it's, a bit excessive. It's... um. I just... 
every movie they somehow defy the laws of physics more and more. They do a car stunt and they're like and you're like, there's no way it can get more cheesy and less realistic than that. And in the next movie, no, they top it. Do you have a specific example or just the there's entire a movie sums it up they're well. they're they're driving in some tropical island off road they come up to a cliff and there's a little b- wooden bridge oh of course and uh there's um what's his name um oh three of the characters in this big jeep gladiator and they drive and as they start driving the bridge collapses and it's a wooden bridge right ro- holding up with the ropes between two mm-hmm. little islands they're like super high up and they're driving like the scene from that from that pirates movie when they're in like yeah the ball. basically okay. that type of thing and, and as they drive the, the one end of the bridge falls of course and yet they're so they have this falling wooden bridge and yet they drive up it oh and onto another side but i'm like that doesn't work like that in the real world not with that much weight from a jeep gladiator no no but like how would you have squirrel maybe but how would you have tension like friction to drive up it unless you have to like spider-man grip tires or something like that that doesn't work like that no because now you've got a loose surface yeah the car is nothing to push against you you would need to have tremendous downforce. Maybe and tremendous I'm upforce. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a physicist. However, I'm pretty sure that's no way now. And then fucking Vin Diesel, Michelle oh, Rodriguez, what I think that's her name. They come up to that bridge and like, oh, where's the bridge? But they need to cross it because they're getting chased by this military or whatever. And so he dr- there's like the two posts where the rope of the ropes on the rope bridge were hanging on. Mm-hmm. And there's like one of the ropes that's stuck on this this post, and he drives into the post, like off the cliff, <laughs> and this this rope, the, the rope that's got this little metal thing on the end, wraps around the wheel of the car. All right. And yeah. basically, rope swings the car, like two hundred feet in the air over the water, onto the next island. So Vin Diesel died because of the G-force that he experienced, basically. Well, well, yeah, and if you if you had tied it around the wheel of a car and drove off a cliff, you imagine the force and the weight once you go <laughs> once you go far enough down where the rope is now pulled like it, it is is under tension. Yeah. That moment, like the bungee jump when you hit the as far down as you'll go. That yeah. split second before you come up, that force. If you had a car, that would rip the, the front end of the car off. Like that's oh my god. But Zach, this is Hollywood. Oh my. And then oh, here's a better one. They they. Like, <laughs> There's a better one. Describing this is even funnier. I think out of context. Okay. Later in the movie, they get a hold of some really powerful electromagnets, and they put them in the back of their cars, and they're trying to take down this convoy to get this high tech piece of technology or whatever. Like the and same thing they did in all eight. In the all the movies, other, right? yes, exactly, exactly. And so they'd be like driving, and there'd be two big, you know, trucks with guys shooting at them either side of the car, and they pull up beside the, you know, Vin Diesel's car, and you hit this switch, and it turns on the electromagnets, and it sucks the trucks to the car, either side of his car, okay. right? And then he like would do it, you know, turn them off, and it would like push them away, and then. You turn the electromagnet oh. back on. It would like pull them, whatever. However, once they pulled his giant trucks, slammed into the side of his car. However, his car never gets dented or scratched. What? Because it's built out of I don't know. Superman's forehead. I don't know. It's like Superman's it do, it just, forehead. It's just impenetrable metal, apparently, on the side of his charger. Of course. That was ones are pretty good. I'm trying to think. If there's anything less? I mean, there's quite a few things in that movie where you're like, hmm, hmm, maybe not. I mean, he, one of the most simple things is Vin Diesel, like, being able to kick John Cena's ass. I'm like, I don't know about yeah, this one. Like, 
Vin Diesel, like, maybe you're decently sized compared to, like, me, but, like, you look like me compared to John Cena. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's still an Eggman at the end of the day. Yeah. I like I to just, refer to him as an Eggman. Not in a bad way. He's yeah. just an egg. That's why I, like, think of uh, Christopher Von Kong's egg, because he actually has egg in his name as well. And he literally is an egg. Egg. Oh, shit. And he is he is he is real eggy. Yeah, he he is real eggy. Speaking of eggs, okay. Um, I'm expecting a child. That's a joke. Um, are you drinking wine? Oh, you went with that egg. Okay, no, it's a juice. (laughs) No, so I thought you meant like you know a chicken egg, but then you went to like, yeah, that an an embryo an embryo egg. Yes, Yes, that's where I went. But now I'm wouldn't wouldn't a chicken egg be the same thing? Obviously not the same thing as like it's not human, but like it's it wouldn't that also be classed as an embryo egg. Well, technically, yeah. Anyway, I sorry. Believe. It's um, not important. It's not important. You could also say an edible egg, if you're looking for another e word there. But uh, <laughs> on the topic of egg, I was watching the British baking show last night. Don't ask why. Is that the one on Netflix? My mom's been obsessed with that. Maybe it's on that. Where it's like so families was- or something. Uh, I don't think that. Oh, okay, never mind. One. I don't know. Okay. There is a British baking show on Netflix, though. That is that I've seen that. Yeah, like, advertised, but I've never watched it. With that one. Well, it's because she's British. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, she, she. 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 Hello, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, no one of the, one of the one of the judges from this British baking show was a straight up moms? egg. Oh no! Just a straight up egg, the smoothest skin, smoothest I've oh. ever seen on TV. Perfectly bald head, mm. perfectly shaved. Not a, not a scratch, not a dimple. This guy didn't even have freckles. Damn. This guy didn't even have. I don't even think he had pores. To be honest, it was just nice. like it was. It was porcelain. It was just completely smooth. Like someone had hit this with like six thousand wet <laughs> sanding paper, and he was like, "You could you could have used his forehead as a mirror, right? That's how perfectly smooth and reflective this thing was." Damn. Um, and I don't know why I meant, felt the need to bring that up, but guess actually you won't guess who I saw, so I'm not even going to bother it. But <laughs> ran into Christian. You remember Christian? Christian Loria from school. Yeah. Ran into his dad on the weekend. Mm. at um in the forest i was hiding yeah i was hiding a body and he was walking down the trail and i was like oh and then i i just did like the friendly neighborhood nod i was like howdy i didn't say howdy because that would have been weird especially holding a shovel in a garbage bag um (laughs) (laughs) um but then he he looked at me and goes and goes oh hi oh oh Dylan Dylan I'm like uh oh I don't know who this is now oh no I have to engage in social interaction and I don't know who this is and I, I'm the last person that wants to be like sorry I don't know your name what is it or oh sorry I can't place you and blah 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 especially when you have a shovel and a garbage bag in hand, especially when holding a shovel in a garbage bag because if i say something and i fuck it up then it's like then they're gonna have to go in the garbage in the body bag just so that that way no one knows i fucked up right and had an embarrassing moment um but yeah it was talking to me about christian and how the last year of school was and it was interesting hearing like a parent's perspective about it because he seemed a lot more tuned into what the students were doing in their fourth year than my parents were maybe than your parents were. Oh, my parents don't even know what I went to school for at this point. Exactly. My mom the, like, my mom the other day, my my brothers saying that his girlfriend was asking my mom if I did graphic design because she knew of like a job opening or something like that or something popping up. And she and said yes. My obviously. mom literally, she's like, I don't know. I'll ask. My mom literally asked me, "You don't do like graphic design, do you?" I'm like. <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ! Are you kidding me? Are you are you messing with me? What do you That's think hilarious. I've done for the last four years? That's one of them. There, there was oh an attempt. There was God. an attempt. Did you did you say yes though? At least. No, I said 
what I just said. I said, are you kidding me? And just walked off. No way. And I said, yes, obviously. Of course. I said, I said what, what did you think I did? I was like, what do you think I've done? She's like, I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. There's a weird foam-shaped thing on the shelf down here somewhere. You still have your egg? Yeah, I still the topic egg. of eggs? Wow. I threw away a bunch of the shit the other day, though. I threw away the metal plane. Um, mm. Something. Maybe the wood toy as well. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I don't wow. know. Maybe. I got rid of the hair. I got rid of all the first year. Oh, yeah. That's. Stuff. Yeah, those are Ex- long gone. Except for the wood toy. Everything. Most yeah. things I did in first year. I, except I for the lamp, because, uh, you know. He's still at the school doing doing nice school things. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach could is be still unemployed. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. I made put a really good my, lamp once. It was yeah, really put nice. put that on my resume. Professional lamp designer. Lamp design still in Humber and building cabinets. What's your, why don't you list some achievements so that we can see what you're proud of? Only achievement on there is my metal lamp is still in the display case in Humber <laughs> College and building. Like, wow, that's very specific. And you're like, yeah, that's all I got to go on. Yeah. I'm drawing little, from a small pool here. <laughs> the little penis I drew in Sharpie beside my desk in the clay room on the wall is still there. There's my achievement. Was that on the wall? No. I, well, I, I think there was on a there was a lot going around that room. There was a lot of pe- there was a lot of pieces <laughs> on the wall. There, yeah, there was, and on the desks and everything on my clay car, still on there. The little dick. Yeah. Oh my god. That um, that I actually didn't draw sense. that. I don't think. It was matter Seb that drew, and I was like, "You do realize that like I'm not putting clay on this top part?" And they're like, "Well, that's your problem that's, now. That's the way it's got to be." And that's why I covered. That was like when you remember when we we're in the clay room and um, those girls from another program came to ask if we do an interview. Oh. And everyone else said no, and then they came to me, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll talk about myself." Hell yeah. I do remember that. And they were I'm um trying to remember what program they were from. Yeah, and they were taking pictures. I think I don't like know if it was video, but they were taking picture. Or were they taking video? They were taking pictures, but either way. Once they once they wrapped it up and they, they walked out of the room, I realized that I didn't have the top cover covering my car. And oh. right on top on the foam is big dong that someone drew. So you unexplicitly exposed your flaccid dong yeah. to these to these. No, I don't want to say that. Female. That's awful. <laughs> I can be true. You can definitely this, be taken out of context. This very well drawn male genitalia that was sitting on top this of my car, my foam car. One of those like shin bone type things. <laughs> like it could have a shin bone in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. it's 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 segmented in a way. Like yeah, it's got, for the fireman picture. The firefighter picture. I'm I trying to remember. I'm that trying we to put up and we brought Bruce in. <laughs> we think... folded and we folded it up and taped it up. So it was the top half of the fireman. And then we would get like, oh, go check out that picture. And they would take the piece of tape off and it would fall down. It was the guy standing posed with the stool. Remember? And each person oh. added to it. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. Matt drew it. Or or someone, yeah, Matt drew it, and then like Seb drew the stool or something. Like everyone oh added to it. I oh. do remember that. I do remember that. That was traumatizing. That was a traumatizing. Oh, we could have kept that. That was beautiful. It's probably yeah. I was gonna say it's probably still up there, but it's. I think we not th- up there we, now. we threw it out. I think before, anyways. Oh, pre pre COVID shutdown, lockdown, <clears throat> pandemic. Yeah, action. I think when we were done in there, we we. Uh, oh yeah, because that would have been first semester. <laughs> Yeah, with the with the clay project. Oh well, that's a bit unfortunate. On uh, on the topic of design stuff, I did a monster drawing this weekend. Yes, a monster sketch. Yeah, and I had the kitchen table absolutely covered in pastels, pastel dust, powder, um, cotton swab things, Q tips. Mm. 
um, uh, markers, pens, Sharpies, pencil crayons, like little uh, test pieces of paper, pieces of paper to rest my hand on so that I could go mm -hmm. over the drawing and make sure I'm not smudging anything. Oh, to leave and to have the like the page sitting on the kitchen table and walking into the kitchen and seeing it there and like opening the sketchbook and flipping to that page. Holy fuck. That's cool. It did come out very well. I think I really like it. It was pretty sick. I just like the layout of the page, actually. Thank you. I like the depth it had with the overlapping mm, features. Very like, I think, key. well, because I would imagine like if you're drawing like a, a playground, you'd want that. Yeah, You'd especially a large one because right? you want that yeah. sense of scale, right? Exactly. Very no, it important. Came out, it came out very well. It was pretty rad. Thank you. And it got me really, like, really hyped up to do big stuff. Because then I thought, well, imagine this was, this is like a front three-quarter dog view of a car that mm -hmm. I was working on. Mm -hmm. And it had, like, markers and pastels on it. And it was super gnarly. And I was gonna go and pin it up at my booth and at art center and i was gonna get critiqued on it and then oh, i was yeah. like wake up son be realistic we um, still need to like we haven't um hung out and sketched in well since probably humber yeah since humber technically which is sad because I, I i haven't i'm I, I must confess i haven't really sketched i've doodled a little bit like thumbnail but i haven't really sketched in quite a while actually Mm -hmm. um and i really want to i really need i really need to i need to yes. do some more car sketches because i have there's not enough car sketches in my life that's um, also true we need we need to get together and just do some huge car sketches i've still got some big sketchbooks i've got There's the 18 big... by 24 one i've got like the marker paper one. Oh yeah you have the same 18 by 24 one that i do right yeah so like I, I barely use that one, I think. And because um, yeah. Ken was like, Yeah, you should get this because you're going to use this. And then no one used it, which is used 11 by 17. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when honestly, like, now 11 by 17 feels small going yeah. from this big page to this to an 11 by 17. True. Like 18 by 24 to 11 by 17 feels small. True. But yeah, we need but to do that. I think that'd be pretty mm. rad. I want to do some big car sketches. Oh, yes. We have to get together. I'm down as fuck. Then we can help each other. Call Seb up and big, get Seb big out. Big old one cars. Day. I'd be down. Get Seb out there, bring That'd a sketchbook. Cool. Get Sean, bring his sketchbook because Sean's always hacking sketches. Hell we could do yeah. a dinner. We could do like a dinner at a thingamabob. Mm. At one of those places where they serve food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a lay moon, a lay moon dinner date. Oh, lay moon. Oh. We're going to go in. We're going to hype everybody out. We're going to be playing music. And they're going to be like, you're back. And we're going to be like, we're back. And they're going to be all excited. And then we're going to say, can I get uh, one chicken shawarma wrap, please? And one tabbouleh salad, please? I'd be very upset if we went in and it was the same people and they didn't recognize us, actually. I'd be pissed. Because we were definitely the highlight of their day. Just to be modest, I think we were the highlight of their day. <laughs> I agree. Because I think we were the first customer. No, that was later in the day. They were definitely. That's true. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking we went there at lunchtime, but no, we went there at like dinner time. Didn't yeah, we? we went. No, we After went late. It was time. like seven ish, I think we went. Yeah, because we. That was the day we did the filming for that. Uh... Yeah. Ah, what's it for called? The thesis show. Thesis thing. show videos. Yeah. yeah. That are still taking up about 200 gigs on my hard drive and <laughs> never ended up cutting never ended up cutting a video out of it so i may just delete it because i'm never gonna go back and use that fair i don't think because when are we ever going to use that video of us reviewing videos that we can't even see yeah ask nick to put it on his <laughs> put, put it on the nas on the nas <laughs> Here, Nick, I'm about to send you 2,000 emails. You know how you were um, bragging about how much space you had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much storage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, here. Fill her up. <laughs> fill her up, please, Here, sir. thank you. Appreciate it. I'll talk to him. We'll see if he's, even if, give him like five or ten bucks for it. Just for the space yeah, that we'll it's see, taking I mean. up. We'll see. 
I've never gone back to watch it. Never gone back. I mean, to that's use the thing. It. We only we didn't we only filmed it because we were like, if we wanted to do something with it, then at least we have it. But like, we don't need to. Like, the time the time the has time passed, passed now. So it's like <laughs> we're not going to be able to do the same thing next year. Yeah. Well, maybe well maybe maybe ideally maybe. it's an in-person show next year then it's even better then we can oh like my really god. vlog it oh my god what's up everybody welcome back to another industrial design thesis show video blah 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 blah, blah, blah. that'll be pretty hype although they're probably going to do it at humber which means we have to drive to humber oh god which is less than ideal gross not exactly fun but but yeah, the the big sketch was very hype. It was very exciting. Yeah, I know it. It was very fun to work on that scale too. Mm. Like getting the markers and doing the pastel work and big chrome. Like chrome. Big chrome slide action. Chrome was nice. <clears throat> chrome was nice. Thank you. It was it was class. I wasn't going to go and do the the black and gray chrome because on something that large, no way I'm going to get a properly clean line on no, that. No, it'd be a lot of random black lines yeah so i was thinking we'll just do the classic desert desert chrome yes. and i think it is i think it was pretty um pretty effective but now i want I to do so. more of those just big things whether it's a playground or because that's obviously very helpful for work but yeah also um just product stuff in general like the the amount of space that's on one of those pages is phenomenal there's a lot of room on there you could fill it's like it's almost almost three eleven by seventeen pages in surface area. If wow. you break it down, something like that, I think. Now I'm 18. picturing like that that one you did, same kind of like layout and vibe, but like uh, like we were talking about like a monster one. Oh yeah, well, but I gotta send you a I gotta style. send you a thumbnail. Oh. I did um oh. a uh, xenomorph. Oh, inspired yeah. playground sketch and oh baby it's spicy and i'm gonna do that may be what i do next weekend or maybe start this week mm -hmm. um just to play around with it see what it see what it does the the thumbnail looks pretty dope i must admit the thumbnail looks dope Damn, and then translate that into a big thing no one's ever gonna buy that no one's ever gonna use it in like you never know in the day-to-day -day work i mean what if like there's imagine? like an hr geiger like um museum museum well there's different ones around the world there's a few oh i didn't know that geiger museums uh there's at least one but i think there's multiple um you imagine if they had this like interactive room that was just like that that would be so good not I necessarily a playground but like an interactive space mm. like that place making yeah that would be really interesting. It's like a xenomorph cool. glow in the dark mini golf course <laughs> type thing. You've got you've got three tiers to this bad boy. The last the last hole is you have to get it in the the mouth of the queen. Get it queen. in the mouth of the queen. Queen xenomorph. Take that out of context. Yep. That's why I said queen it. Queen Elizabeth. No, that's a good idea actually. Not the Queen Elizabeth side of things, but the mini golf. The having 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 a queen component to it, because right now it's just, I have it just sketched out as a xenomorph. But the queen's mm -hmm. quite interesting because she's got that different head structure. Yeah, it's a lot more intricate, and hmm. she's like seventeen thousand times the size. Yeah, she's fucking monstrous, big, which is quite interesting. But uh, and I think that's that's an attractive component too, like on the alien component hr geiger side of things is you would look at the drawings that he did like or airbrush paintings pre-alien where it's like necronomicon and mm -hmm. um uh, i forget what the names of some of the other ones are but they've all got that larger scale to them none of them are done on an 11 by 17 piece of paper or a small canvas they're all these larger panels same um, with sid mead that's pretty true. sure when you'd see some of the rare photos of like a picture of him painting or sketching something working on one of his uh pieces they were always mm -hmm. pretty big hmm. you I, I think i don't think they were 
it's like small eight and a half by eleven or even I think they were like pretty big, you know, paintings. Right? Because if you're doing I mean if you're doing something digital, it's fine because you can just zoom in whenever you need yeah. to, right? But when you're doing like an, a physical painting and it's paint, pastel, marker, whatever, airbrush, you're working with like doing something really, really small, it'd be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Just shooting the airbrush. That was another thing too of like because there's a large in this playground there's a large kangaroo sculpture there's a koala there's a little echidna carved sculpture and there's these three log towers that we have and getting all five of the large components and then fitting in these smaller components around that was quite difficult Mm. and i started out rather than sucking a whole bunch of c2 ink i just laid everything out in like non-photo blue and started off with just a big arc to get kind of the curve of the earth because hashtag flat earth doesn't exist Mm. and um just started like blocking in shapes like kind of a tapered ellipse shape for the towers and then the kangaroo was the hardest part actually getting like depth in the legs and figuring out the proportion of the legs and how far over this thing is but uh it was very fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it came out. It, was, it definitely paid off because it looks pretty sick. What? Did, thank you very it's much. Definitely big rad. It's big rad. It's the big rad sticker approval. Big rad sticker. It feels for me that drawing feels like the not the first industrial design sketch I've ever done, but it feels like the most classic industrial yeah. design sketch I've mm-hmm. ever done. Where all these different things that I've learned have all um, compiled into one composition. Right. It feels like, like all the sketching skills, all the rendering skills, all the uh, page composition skills mm. have all amassed themselves into one thing, which is the Aussie play playground. But now that Aussie I look play. back on it, I wish I had turned, made the letters like a glossy plastic type thing and left more white to help sell that factor. But like, hey, there's always next time. Yeah, always next time. Always next time. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I I do agree. We got to do some big sketches soon. Yeah, I want to fill some pages up with some big sketches. Did you watch Slew's newest video? I haven't. No, I've been pretty... <laughs> All right. Behind on a lot Fair of Fair enough. I can tell. It's okay. No one's perfect. Um. Mm. That one was really interesting because he was talking about wanting to break out of just portraiture and draw and like essentially trying to become a master at drawing anything. And he's mm-hmm. using the same, the same, the same book, like an 18 by 24 drawing pad. And he's got some Prismacolor, like polychromos pencil crayons. Um, and he just fills up like three or four pages pretty quickly with just drawings and I think when I bought that was back for the start of Inktober and for some reason there was the feeling that since it was large the drawings in it had to be perfect and precious Mm. which as I, I think is one thing that we've learned and drilled into ourselves over the last 200 episodes is that the sketchbook isn't the place to do that it's the sketchbook is the place to practice and make mistakes and hack shit out on paper and uh like on the back page because i had one page half done of some other random shoe thing but now and i use the back of that as to practice rendering the chrome and to test the marker colors and to warm up and do like ellipses and circles and lines and whatnot and for some reason, after doing that and like making the page look, sh- making one of the pages look shitty, like I wanna, I wanna just, I wanna get the edges of this pad all wrinkled and mm. the back of it is already like warped because I had it next to my uh, windowsill and I was watering plants and the plants overflowed and then water just poured down the wall right onto the paper. Mm. So I was like, well, it's a bit fucked now, so I don't have a choice. Which kind of made it easier, I think. Yeah, so. I need to get more like that with my sketchbooks. I find like 
those random pages I would fill up of just lines and ellipses and stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they would turn into my marker testing page and, and, you yeah. know, the wipe off all the gunk that gets piled up on the pen and whatever. Every now and then you, I would do little warm up doodles and mm. those doodles are always like the coolest sketches I've ever done. Warm up doodles, not just circles, aligned lines. Yeah, like there'd be some pages where, like, more into auto when I was getting more comfortable with sketching cars, and I would do little kind of car sketches. And they would actually come out really well because I wasn't overthinking it. Because I was like, well, this page is covered with ellipses and lines and markers and random gross shit. Like, it's not a pretty page. I don't care. And because I shut that part of my brain off and I didn't overthink it, the sketches little doodles were like awesome and then go mm. to a sketchbook where it's like it's a clean white page or another 11 by 17 page and i'm like okay this has to be perfect Fuck. i can't mess yeah. this up this has to be amazing you know which is not the case yeah and that's an intimidating thing just quickly before we wrap this bad boy up and put the bun in the oven mm. um was it pinstripe chris chris dunlop on youtube that mm-hmm. we were talking about off air last week he has a couple videos that I watched quite obsessively where he's going through his sketchbooks and he's got this looks like a rack from Costco that you can get in his garage or his studio, wherever he is. And there's, it's just like piles of paper and books and sketchbooks and whatnot. And a lot of them are these larger, more pad type mm. things, kind of like the newsprint pads you used to use in elementary school for group projects. And he he pulls some of these things out and flips through page by page. And each page is just a finished car, an immaculate, finished, rendered, highly detailed car. And it's just the car with a little bit of ground, plane, significance, signification, whatever the fuck the mm-hmm. word is, and then white all around it. There's no border there's no title maybe signed his name but that's also it like there's no warm-up you don't see the warm-up stuff and maybe that's a bit intimidating when you're looking at that you see what you see and what he's showing you is the finished product he's not showing you the background what goes into it which surely there's lots well it's like the sanguine sake as well right you see him even though it's a sped up video you see him do like literally draws the whole outline of the car first which is like Mm -hmm. to me still blows my mind and you're like, oh my god, everything's perfect. He doesn't screw up. And it's like, a, you don't see, like you said, you don't see the practice that goes in, like the the warm up that goes into that before he started that recording. And b, you don't know how many times he sketched that one design. Yeah. If he's a teacher, he's probably sketching similar things for students every now and then. It's That's like, true. you know, I think all of us would have like, when I did that one uh, McLaren sketch, number one of fifty for that. 50 oh, yeah. that one that's still maybe my favorite sketch i've ever done right that's true that was you like peaked early yeah i know right? that was like my my um party trick sketch because oh, was it i i just got i sketched that view and that car so many times that i could do it blindfolded i was like, okay i know the wheels go i can you know and it, i can do it pretty well every time that's because, mm-hmm. but to the person, to a new person that doesn't know, I've sketched this hundreds of thousands of times. It's like, well, how do you sketch that right off the bat so well? It's like, oh, you yeah, know, I'm just true. awesome. I'm just but the it's best like, ever. well, I've done that. I've sketched this exact design hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds of times. It's a, probably mm-hmm. the same thing with him, right? You, you know, it's, you don't know if that's number one of one or if that's one of, or if that's number 50 of 50. You know, it yeah, could be, true. you know, hmm. it's intimidating though, especially when you see, like, yeah, like, like where's all your messy pages? <laughs> where's all your yeah. bad ones? Don't you have like a scratch page? <laughs> I've been carrying around the same like warm up marker, test render, line, pen, scratchy page since second year. And dude, this thing's oh got, God, it doesn't even feel like paper. It just feels like, it feels like <laughs> wax almost. I'll I'll show it to you next time we're in person. I'll make sure I have it with me in my portfolio. See, I was gonna 
do that but it's, it's got, like it's you know, got layers but it gets to the point where it's like you actually can't see what you're like testing anymore so you're like i gotta retire this page and yeah which is why i mostly use it just for warming up with a pen now i'll just get yeah even though i can't see the line because i'm sketching black over black um it's it's the vibe that counts because like good days in auto i'd go through like one or two of those pages a week finishing True, up yeah. with like lines and ellipses and doodles and test marker and whatever warming up really helps i've found helps a lot 100 percent. it helps you go into a sketch and not having to feel like oh this has to be perfect right away that's true you know i think it helps with that because you can make a shit ellipse or a shit circle or a shit line before that and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. exactly. it doesn't matter anyway but makes it easier for your brain to deal with i think and the the overthinking uh the overthinking side of things and if you're overthinking something, get some help. <laughs> and if you're not overthinking something and you were like, I want to make some cool design stuff, Start a scratchy send page. us an email. Yes, we'll make a scratchy page for you. Scratchy page. That's a cool, I like that. I'm going to write well, that. That's There's what we'll be call something. it. There's got to be something to that. Like, uh, I'm going to write that scratchy page. Uh, send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com. Oh, we'll do the squarespace thing after because i meant to remind you on friday and then we forgot on friday and we've forgotten for two weeks now um you can also visit our website not sponsored but should be sponsored by squarespace www.bigdesigncompany.com and any podcast related questions comments and queries can be sent to hi dot the process podcast at (gasps) gmail.com and zach watson yes sir what is our instagram the process underscore underscore podcast slap it beautiful ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening we'll see you tomorrow peace the process